another episode of House of Words podcast. We are your hosts. This is Nicole. Armani here. Mike. Hey, so we got a full House of Blurs this evening. Um, so, Micah, <laughs> you know, I would ask you how you're doing, but I already know this fucking, I, already, I mean, I know this holiday, retail holiday. Pray for us. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's coming to, I don't want to say it's about to start to slow down because we still got Christmas. The week before Christmas is a fucking mess because people like to wait to the last minute to get stuff. Obviously. Yeah. Um, so it's like once we get through, once you get through like that last, that week right before Christmas, it's kind of c- calmed down a little bit until maybe about the second, third week of January. It picks back up because people doing returns and exchanges type stuff. But, you know, it's almost over. <laughs> uh, for sure. So, Amani, what's going on with you lately? You- uh, nothing. Just been working. That's pretty much it. Working as well. Yeah. I'm enjoying my last week. This is my last full week. And then next week, still half half week. We'll have to go back to work myself. So having six weeks off was quite nice. It was a resting, you know. This is where self-care comes in for people, especially if you work in retail and any kind of customer service atmosphere. You got to take time. You got to make time to take care of yourself these holidays, not just even just retail customer service workers like people just need to protect their mental health, period. Holidays can be rough. Um, You see a lot of people losing family members around the holidays. That's always tough. And just, you know, hopefully people are getting to the point where they're not going into debt anymore trying to get Christmas presents and stuff for their kids and living beyond their means, but people still do that. And like stress can kill you. So it's, if you don't have to put yourself in those unnecessary positions, then don't like, just take care of your mental health, take care of yourself, make yourself take time off of work. You don't know how much you need it until you take it. And then you realize shit, like you needed it. So definitely take some time out this holiday season to take time for yourself and protect your mental health uh, for everything that's just going on in the world. So, now that we got that out the way, let's go ahead and jump right into it. So, we got the Captain Marvel trailer. We can start there. Yes, finally. <laughs> we get to see Carol Danvers in action. I like the trailer. I thought it was a good trailer. You know, I dug it. There was... I feel like this trailer gave us a lot more action. And it made me a lot more excited for the movie. Especially, like, seeing her actually fighting, fighting. Yeah, like, when we got that end scene with her. Yeah, blowing shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty dope. I got excited there. I see how they tease us with, like, Mohawk Carol. But it's just when she has the, the top of her. The like, suit up. Yeah, the full suit up. It's just the way her hair comes through the top of it. So, I'm like, all right, I'll take that. I mean, I like <laughs> Mohawk Carol. <laughs> but, you know, you got to take what you can get. It does. It that has made me. It has. It, it, I mean, I. I don't think my excitement has ever dipped for Captain Marvel. I mean, it's definitely just. I'm ready to see it. Like, I mean, I do want to see the movie. It's gonna be. I have no doubt. It's gonna be a good ass movie. The fun thing I find interesting is people have been are still like giving Marvel so much shit for not releasing that Infinity Wars trailer yet. Right. And I have said this on social media. If it was me, 
I think I may have said this in the podcast too. I don't remember if I said this here or not. I wouldn't even release a trailer for Infinity War. Oh. wouldn't get it. <laughs> Yo, really? It wouldn't even matter. Like, just, just, just put a date and then put a poster. We're there. Like, I'm just good. That's my thing. Like, y'all gonna go see this movie anyway. Why do you want? Any, I don't. I don't want any part of this spoiled for me in any way. So it's like to me, trailers. They. I mean, it spoils the movie. I know. Disney, you're not. They're not going to fuck it up. We know that. We can have enough faith in Disney and Marvel to know that the movie is going to be done well. Okay, it's going to be a good movie. We're all going to go see it regardless. So I personally just wouldn't even release a trailer, at least until like I would have the trailer be the after credits of Captain Marvel. Like that's yeah. when I would it out. So. If it was me, but I don't work for Disney. <laughs> Good thing I don't, because I damn sure wouldn't give y'all shit. <laughs> like, it was me calling the shots on that PR team. Because, yeah, so, but people have been just outrageous. It's just like, yo, chill out. It'll come when it comes. You know, adding people and cussing out people on Twitter over a movie trailer for a movie that you gonna go see, whether you like the trailer or not. Like, yeah, it's like, y'all gonna watch it regardless. You. Yeah, it wasn't a bad good deal. So it's like it's it's coming, it's coming. But there's also rumors of a Spider-Man trailer coming out this week, supposedly. Yeah, they were saying like Friday, Saturday, because the Avengers trailer was supposed to drop Wednesday. It's supposed to drop tomorrow. So literally just saw that, but I or saw that, but I saw something just a little while ago that said there's a chance it's delayed again. Uh. Okay, <laughs> like. I feel like I feel like if we get a trailer, it's going to be one of those, like, it's not going to be an actual trailer trailer. It's going to be one of those snippets, probably have, like, just Thanos talking and flashes of, like, the heroes in the aftermath. I feel like that's going to oh, be like a Like a teaser, pretty much? Yeah. And I feel like I'm they're going to keep it trailer. like that. Yeah. We're going to get some voice thing. Or we'll see. You know what? Since the one thing that we do know is coming is Gwyneth Paltrow in the rescue armor. Like or is it? Well, or that is it? it Think is. about it, because they had a whole scene in the trailer that was not in the movie. You never know; this could be a diversion. They could be getting really good, really good about it. Like, I don't think they. I mean, <laughs> not to that. Like, how do, we know Tony got to get the fuck off that planet somehow. Like, and that makes sense of how we're getting Tony the fuck off of this random planet that he's got himself stranded on by himself. So, or, I mean, even so, then if that's the <laughs> case, then, then I would just show, like, the trailer, Thanos speaking, these, again, replaying the images from the end of Infinity War, and then at the end, you're just gonna see fucking Pepper run into a room and the rescue armor be there, and then end black face done. Like, that's gonna be some, like, it's gonna be some bullshit. Like, we know that they're not gonna, I don't think they would. Like, I hope they wouldn't. I hope somewhere is... Somewhere, somebody, whoever has this job, is as mean as I am. <laughs> like, just don't give us nothing. And I'm okay. Like, I'm I'm cool with it. Like, I'm cool with not getting in for a minute. So, Or just a really, like, a teaser like that. Like, I'm cool with that. Just, just little teasers. But I, I want to see the movie in its entirety in the movie theater. Like, I just want to be able to go in there and enjoy it. So... They might, but uh, you know, you know how um, I really wouldn't put it past them. You know, they could pull a whole Game of Thrones where they 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 purposely film 
like incorrect scenes <laughs> just so that the people who are like you know trying to get on set and take pictures and try to spoil things just to throw them off and i because i heard hints of that i'm not sure i can't i, I would not put it past them i definitely wouldn't yeah well i mean we know that they showed us crap before that wasn't in it that's for sure so Damn assholes. <laughs> <laughs> also on the Marvel wave, though. So Netflix canceled Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I was among the people who were like, all right, give it a rest. We already know everything off of everything Marvel is getting canceled. It's going to get moved over to the Disney streaming service, possibly. But I mean, at least Disney's going to start pulling their stuff in preparation for that. But, comma. The writers for Daredevil, like, seemed to have found out when the rest of us found out that they shit was canceled. Like, they was out of a job. So, that kind of leads me to believe it ain't just the Disney thing. Like, it, just, it doesn't really have much to do with that. So, one, I mean, these shows are expensive as fuck. So, that probably has something to do with it, too. These shows are expensive. And ratings have been dropping. I heard, so, I heard Daredevil this season was really good, but I haven't watched it personally. Me neither. I think that's the problem with Netflix shows is that they have this oversaturation of shows on there and it's like people are going to watch of okay no we're going to put a pin in that we're going to put the pin in that I know I kind of think <laughs> I know where you're doing that cuz I mean I I've, I've said it a few times like I feel like because we have this access to this content there's no sense of urgency to watch it so it's like I'll watch it when I watch it or okay no, even exactly. that, it, it's like people have, it's like, like you were saying, they thought Disney's going to take everything off. So it's like people were like, what's the point even watching it? And like really getting invested in this show again, or even caring for this final season, if you, you think that you're not going to get another season. And interestingly enough, like a couple of the writers, well, one of the writers in particular had tweeted that they literally had storyboards pinned and up and ready to go for season four so they thought they were getting another season on netflix like this came as a total surprise and blow to them so i don't know it could i mean it could be a combination of that it could be you know they pulled off of, um what's her face the chick with the swords off katana. Of, yeah they pulled katana off the arrow because they were putting her into the movies Pin. oh wow um, what I think could possibly be happening, because I've been brainstorming about how I feel this next adventure is going to go, mm -hmm. I feel like they might be having these, I don't want to call them sub-heroes, but you know, not the the A-line, mm -hmm. the B-line of characters coming into the movie. The Defenders. To yeah. Okay, yeah, the Defenders. <laughs> to come in. <laughs> <laughs> the, the street team got to get involved at some point. Like, you can't have all these characters, all these superheroes and shit running around in this universe and there's no fallout from this shit that Thanos did. It's It's got to affect these people that we know exist in this universe that we haven't seen. Because we know there's more, you know, as these movies have gone on and shown us, there's more people out there with powers. There's more people out there with, you know, special abilities and money, I guess. Like, now I'm thinking about it. Like, out of the Avengers, let's, let's talk about who really even has powers. Scarlet Witch. I feel like most of them outside of Tony. I was going to say, yeah, Tony's the only one who doesn't have powers. And Hawkeye, okay. Black Widow. Oh. They don't count. Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, right. They don't count. 
There's your B team. (laughs) Which are the only people that essentially, (laughs) because everybody else, I mean, yeah, we still working with that humans with technology for the most part. Like we ain't really seen the inhumans come Mm. in or your mutants. You can't put the child on that list though. Like he actually he has powers. Yeah, he has the both powers. Him and Scarlet Witch. Okay. So I don't know. Well, we, I well guess, does does Captain America is Cap? Yeah, he's powers. So Cap Cap would fall under the metahuman. Under the metahuman. <laughs> no Cap. Sorry. Huh? None. That was none. You probably wouldn't get that. No. Oh. See. <laughs> um, so yeah, Cap would fall under that too. Um, but your your Bucky's your, I mean, Winter Soldier would also fall under that at this point because he's been genetically modified. Oh yeah, but I don't. Back to the whole defenders thing. I, I mean, I I get it. I, I I can definitely see how they would need to be implemented into the universe. But at the same time, it's like they never like there was so much going on in the world. They never really addressed it. Like I know they had they have the incident. They don't talk about shield. They, they you know they don't, they don't talk about a lot of the things that are going on as much as they should if they were going to be implemented. To me personally. Because I definitely feel like if they were, this whole Luke, Luke Cage, his that 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 entire his entire arc and everything would have been way more prominent about other things that matter, not just stopping council women and drug dealers. <laughs> so that's nothing like I mean I think that's why Luke Cage got canceled because they just didn't know what to do with the show no more. Yeah, they didn't have sense. direction. They didn't know what was gonna go on with the movies. What does not knowing what Disney's going to do or want to do. They're, they don't, and um, ratings, I'm sure, plummeted for this last season of Luke Cage. Yeah, I didn't get past, like, the fourth episode of Luke Cage. It, yeah, it wasn't the, it wasn't as good as the previous season, so it's just, like. It was not at all. Again, decline in viewership still costs money to make, and we don't know what the fuck anybody wants. Like, we don't know what's going on, so how can we, you know, we're not going to keep putting up money to keep people on payroll and, you know, shoot shit. If y'all got alternate plans, possibly, you know, alternate things possibly going on with the MCU later. So, I mean, yeah, I, I was definitely expecting more Marvel, like more, more things to have to do with, uh, uh, you know, just more, you know, Kevin, just, I don't even know how to say it. I guess I want them to be implemented into the MCU at this point a lot more. Like once you had the Defender show, Cool. Now let's expand this universe. No, it's like everybody just went back to what they were doing, and and that was it. <laughs> like, well, we nah. don't we don't know the true timeline for the most part. I mean, they re- referenced the incident like once it got referenced, so we really don't know the true timeline between the Netflix shows and the MCU. So I mean, it could be one of them things where these kind of run pretty simultaneous type situations. So you know, that could easily they could easily do that. But my thing is, phase four, we should be getting should. I mean, should isn't. I don't like no shit. I don't get paid to write shit. I'm not on the <laughs> roll anywhere. Um, but if it feels like we should either be getting new Avengers, we should be getting like Marvel Champions. Like, there's got to be what is coming next. I feel after like after Cap dies. 
Yeah, and that's that's where I feel like this next Avengers is going to touch on. I feel like it's going to bring in, like, I feel like they're going to skip the origin movie phase and kind of just bring these people in in, like, a Justice League type way. Like, someone's going to find, like, oh, Tony was also tracking down people. Yeah. And then have these other people come in and help. I feel like, and I mean, obviously we haven't seen, we don't know what Nick Fury's been doing while all this is going on. He ain't been in movies for a minute, so... We know he likes cats now. <laughs> yeah, he likes cats. <laughs> when the cat like hit, it, like the cat seemed to like put her paw on his hand, almost kind of like brushing it away for a second. I was like, wait a minute, is there something special with this hat behind this cat? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, wait a I minute. I think there is because she's in the trailer, or not in the trailer, in the poster. She's on the poster. Like if you zoom in, because that was like that was something that people were like hype about. What's the about, big deal about the cat? And I didn't get it because it's like if you zoom in on the movie poster and like... The cat's on the poster? Yeah, the cat's on the poster like walking past... Or like walking away. It's like exiting the poster. Now, if this had been a bulldog, I'd have a whole answer for this, but I don't know what the Oh, God. This end. Blurds don't know Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying... Honestly, I mean, for me, I haven't... I That wasn't necessarily my comic of choice. Prior to outside of Civil War, the Civil War series, and outside of the life of Captain Marvel, I didn't read much Captain Marvel as far as in the way of comic books. So that wasn't on my preferred reading list. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, not that, you know, I just like Car- Carol. It's just, you know, same thing with Captain America. Like, I was not a Captain America fan until I think after Winter Soldier, and I went back and rewatched the first Captain America. And I was like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Chris Evans. Chris Evans, he made that character like so much more likable. Yes. I'm still waiting for someone to get me to like the Fantastic Four because I still don't care for that family at all. Michael B. Jordan tried. He tried. <laughs> he almost did it. <laughs> but mm, still fell flat. Still fell flat. Although I have my feelings about Reed and Sue. Like, we don't need all four of them. That's just the thing. But anyway, we ain't going to get back into that again. So... Also, do we have anything else that falls into that saying while we're sitting here on the Marvel topic? Might as well just, you know, wrap that up. I think that's, that's it for that. Okay, so down. Oh, real quick. Go ahead. Back before we before we leave Marvel. Now you guys saw Ronan, right? No. No, I didn't see Ronan. If you go back and look, there's a really quick shot of Ronan looking out of a spaceship and it's awesome. So we're gonna get some we're gonna get some Thanos. He was something. in a previous, he was in previous um, movie shots um, mm, yeah. that they had put out that they released. So he had been shown because that was the whole connection between this movie or some kind of connection between this movie and like Guardians. Wait, yeah. Oh, I, is Ronan wait the character? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought you, you were talking about a movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, I thought that same thing. I was like, no, 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 no. Movie? Like, yeah. <laughs> how do we go from Marvel to ninjas? <laughs> No, Ronan the, uh, what's his title? The, the Destroyer? The Destroyer? Yeah, I think it's the Destroyer. The purple one from Guardians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's a little Easter eggs up in that uh, thing, but I'm, again, I'm not going to get myself worked up because there's still a lot of time between now and March. <laughs> so, <laughs> still got a lot of year to get. I'm just waiting for Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse. That is what I'm hyped for right now. So yeah. that's what I'm waiting for as comes out on December 12th. So next week, yeah, we'll definitely be talking about that. We'll 
going to spoil it on a, a There Will Be Spoilers episode, I'm sure. So, uh, just looking forward to that. The Miles stuff. I'm, I'm hyped. It's got great reviews from the people who have seen it. So, that uh, has also got me excited. Yeah, sure. it definitely looks like a cute movie. I heard nothing but great reviews about it. Yes. I can't wait. Can't wait. So, off of TV for a quick second. So, <laughs> have y'all seen that loot box? Is getting investigated by the FTC. I saw it, but I didn't understand why. So, because, which they should be, loot boxes, essentially, it's almost like a form of gambling. You kids are paying money for a random chance at winning something. So, it's it's equivalent to almost like a slot machine. Or like a lottery. Yeah, or the lottery. And there's no... Like, who is overseeing the probabilities of what you're going to win? You know, how much you actually pay into this? And I'm pretty sure that shit is hella skewed. Like, it's capitalism at its finest. It's just give us your money and we're not going to tell you what you're going to get. Like, they're sucking these kids into this. So it needs to be controlled. There needs to be some oversight. And I'm pretty sure it's a billion-dollar company. I mean, Overwatch, I think, is, like, one of the biggest games that does this. And, you know, probably there are other games that do similar things, but oh, I thought you meant. I'm sorry, I thought you meant like loot, like the monthly crates. You mean like virtual loot boxes, like those? Yes. Oh yeah, I've definitely been following that. That's a that's a kind of political about that right there. You know, that was the whole big deal behind uh, Star Wars Battlefront too, and that whole you know situation. Yeah. See, I'm I'm definitely happy about that. I can't lie, it, it, it's been. It's been toxic for the gaming community, microtransactions on its own, but just the fact that it's digital. So there's no real like there you're not they're getting all the money. Like they're 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 not losing anything. They they're selling something that takes nothing to create. They're making 100% profit off of it. And I mean, I I can't blame you for that, but it definitely does seem like you're taking advantage of 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 the fact that you your content is great and people children want it. And instead of just giving it to them, we're going to make you gamble for it. Yeah, like, it's definitely like stealing uh, candy from a baby. Like, that's the personification of the term. Okay, between, yeah, that and, like, V-Bucks and shit, to me, that just still... Well, V-Bucks are a little different because (laughs) you can get the, you get the virtual money and then you you can actually buy the, the content that you want. You know, but when they, when they like when EA said, look, you can if you want these characters, the only way is to is to uh, buy them through loot boxes, and then there's not even a good chance that you that you do it, or you can earn it without giving us your money, but you got to play forty good hours, and then it's not guaranteed that you're gonna get the one you want. That's that's just that's just this is disgusting, honestly. It really is because it's it's just creating a generation of kids that are going to be so used to these microtransactions and it's going to be second nature and it's just it's ridiculous um, for sure i don't i'm not i'm not a fan of pay to play games at all especially i mean obviously i, I shout out to lamar <laughs> mobile games that do that shit um for sure so that just that shit also needs to be checked and i think i actually saw something about that i thought i saw them talking about cracking down also on some of these pay to play mobile games as yeah. well i was actually there's a game called Wordscapes, right? I was mm-hmm. loving it. It's just basically like a crossword type of game. Um, and once you get a certain amount of coins, you can remove the ads, right? 
So it wasn't that many coins. It was like 400 coins. You get like two when you complete a thing. So I was hustling. I, you know, I, I got my 400 coins. They gave you like, uh, they gave me like 270. So I got the, the other 130. And I was like, cool. Now I, I can remove ads because they suck. I had enough coins. You cannot use coins that you have earned to remove ads. You have to pay. You have to pay for coins to remove ads. And I deleted the app. I was like, y'all can kiss. Y'all, man, I'm so mad. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I see what y'all are saying with that. But then again, Fortnite was a free game. You didn't have oh, yeah. if the game... to, get for, to get Fortnite. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, so. that's why Fortnite does work. But if I pay sixty four game and you do that, you got me. You got me messed up. That is also true. <laughs> so, also going with that. Speaking of video games, so the gaming awards are coming up on the sixth. So we are recording this. It is now the fourth. <laughs> so two days. So this will probably air like the morning of. It'll probably just like it'll probably air tomorrow. But um, so what do y'all? What are your picks? Has anyone besides me voted? I helped you vote. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just run down these categories and these nominees, and let's see who we think these this should go to. You can vote more than once. You can vote once every 24 hours. So, Mike, if you have not voted, you can go to thegameawards.com, and you can connect it with either your Facebook or your Twitter. You can cast your votes for... Game. So let's let's see. I'm waiting for my. I'm I'm sticking my vote. I will be voting for God of War. I can't lie. <laughs> All right. First up, which is crazy that this is actually the first thing on the list. Game of the year. Nominees are Assassin's Creed, Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption Two. Mike, are you sticking with God of War? <laughs> sure am. Armani, what you got? I'm going with Spider-Man. I cast my vote for Red Dead. We'll see who wins. It's got to be. It's got to be one of those three, though. Yeah, for fucking sure. <laughs> Best ongoing game: Destiny 2, Forsaken, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> I think it's gonna be uh, Fortnite. Ugh. I'm I'm going with Destiny just because that's the only one I can really tolerate at this point. <laughs> I voted for Destiny too as well. Just for a second. I I like it was for me it was tough because it was gonna be between it was it's between Destiny two and Rainbow Six. That had one, yeah. on the fence about those two. Will it probably go to Fortnite? Probably because weirdos or people are weird. Yeah, yeah, but I, I definitely was playing the the, the Destiny for sure. But Fortnite is just it's so popular. It is, but depending on, I guess, what age group actually goes on there and votes. True. If it's, like, adults in the gaming industry, it might not go to Fortnite. They it's said the 12-year-old's showing out. <laughs> <laughs> Grown-ups gotta vote. Well, you gotta have a Facebook... Well, I mean, 12-year-olds lie about their age and get Facebook, so... Uh, let's see. Best game direction. A Way Out. Detroit Become Human. God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay, when they say game direction, what is yeah. it? Awarded to a game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation in a game direction and design. Ooh, that's, ooh, that's a hard one. Oh, I'll tell you what it ain't. A way out. 
Oh, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> As compared Wait. to this list, I'm surprised that A Way Out is even nominated. We Happy Few had better direction than A Way Out. Wait, wait. I, we Happy Few, um, what the fuck, the Hello Neighbor could have been put up there as far as direction. direction. Yes. <laughs> Hello wait, Neighbor did was fucking good. It like, was, it was good, play but it had no direction. It did. I mean, as far as storyline goes, like innovation, like A Way Out was a fucking break out of jail with two guys, short, dumb story. Not, not dumb, let me tell you. I don't did, you did you play the game and beat the game? A Way Out? No, because it was corny. Oh, God. <laughs> See? I wouldn't say a way out just for the fact that the like playing it, I couldn't sit there and continue to play that game because it was one of those games where like yeah. you literally had to do everything. Yeah, I didn't like it. I, I just it, I wasn't a fan. And when you're putting it in the caliber of Detroit Become Human, We Happy Few should have been on this list. And to me, above a way out. Okay, let, let's. What was the what, what was the category again? <laughs> Best game direction. Okay, so we got to look at it for not was it a good game. Let's think about the direction of the game, right? In a in a in a in a, in a world where there are no more couch co-op games, to make a game that the whole purpose is for you to play with somebody else and the two of you work together, that is the direction of the game. Now the game itself was, you know, it's all right. But if we're looking at just direction and the goal of the game was to encourage cooperative play, you know how many couples we had come to the store asking for those type of games and they played and they loved it? It's well, because they they were doing it together, you know. The the it's based on creative vision and innovation in game direction design. So when they say direction, they're meaning like directing a movie like that, like a director. Now, I mean, the game has. Are you sure? <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> but anyway, so obviously, a way out was not my vote. So what would y'all vote for on this list? Either I forgot. Detroit that. or God of War. Okay, A Way Out, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Spider-Man, or Red Dead? Detroit. I voted for yeah. um, Even though I spent, like, at this point, probably more hours on Red Dead, I did vote for Detroit because I thought that that just... I, I think it will end up probably going to God of War because I don't think Detroit Become Human really got the due it should have gotten, but... Yeah, I think it'll probably go to one of those two. Best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Detroit Become Human, God of War, Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, Marvel Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. Best narrative. I have not finished Red Dead yet, so my vote is going with Spider-Man. It's either going to be God of War or Detroit for that one. I feel like that's a tough one. Yeah, I voted for Detroit. I do feel it'll probably go to God of War, though. Oh, man. Because uh, I guess what you, what, while I'm showing so much love for God of War, is definitely uh, the character development has just, it's, it's the story from Kratos, from the first God of War to Kratos now with the son and everything, is a, is a dynamic relationship. And it's just, that was it was it's almost like it's, it's it is artistic I guess you would say it's it's like watching the the fourth season of your favorite show. <laughs> I mean, all of these games listed, although I did not play This Life is Strange. Oh, uh, you would love I it. Saw what it was about, um, so I definitely think that this is a good. These are definitely damn good choices for this. 
Where, you, I mean, I feel like the Detroit. You might enjoy it. I feel like the development and the story in Red Dead was better than God of War. And I, I beat it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I beat the storyline at this point. Like I played it out, and the fact that you have multiple ways that this could go, as well. I mean, granted, it all go, it all will end up in like one of two ways, but again based on how you do shit is how the story's gonna flow different things happen and just the depth of the story and development overall like I think to me I think the story in Red Dead was just better than God of War this God of War game I'm not talking about God of War as a franchise mm-hmm. just as a standalone yeah just as this standalone game that's fair but next category <laughs> best art direction Assassin's Creed God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, Return of Oberdin. So by art direction, mm. they mean just like the visualization. For outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. I might go to Octopath. I can't put a vote in for this one. I don't. I feel like this is one of the ones that Detroit should have been on. I'm pretty sure I voted for God of War in this one. And it was more so for the like as far as the artistic design, the fact that was shot, the the game was created to look like a movie shot with a single camera. Like there was no cutscene. Like that right there to me is like whole movie was. I mean, whole game was one shot. Yeah. So like to to make to me, I guess because I don't, I'm not a techie person who designs games or codes and shit like that. So to be be able to create a whole ass story in a video game that looks like it was filmed with a camera <laughs> and to do that has to be fucking like just crazy it's craziness to me and it just, I mean, you know sorry, the you know the, the champions of artistic direction is square enix you know they they always come with the like the most artistic soundtracks and when they made octopath traveler like that was it was kind of it was kind of i don't want to say like it was refreshing. It was a nostalgic turn-based Square Enix game. People loved it, but also the Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I, I I've heard like people are falling in love with Greece. I don't mm. I don't see how, but like that's, that's all I hear about the game. Really, is that it's a beautiful beautiful landscape. See, but here's the thing about Octopath Traveler. If you're not a fan of turn-based role-playing games, then, or you're not a fan of t- turn-based games, you didn't play this game. I'm not a fan of turn-based games. Yep. So I think the mass majority, and I mean, if you just look at like what most kids are playing these days, Fortnite, your Rainbow Sixes, your Call of Duties, your, I mean, not, obviously there's still a hell of people. I mean, obviously there's a lot of people who still play turn-based games, but. I was going to say Pokemon, got to remember. Pokemon, but Pokemon, as far as art, direction no no i'm just saying for like just the, the turn based mm-hmm. there, there's still a huge like persona even in itself that game won a lot of awards too more than i thought it would win there's a there's still a the, the turn based crowd is a is a crowd that'll show up and show out so but i, I agree octopad's not gonna win but i could definitely see why i was nominated and it not that and, you know and like you said not that many people play it just because mm-hmm. they're gonna you know they I, Turn-based people so love. I was not a. I have not never been a turn-based turn-based person, but you you catch the right one. 
you'll you'll get addicted to it. Okay. So next category: best score, music. No, best score music. So your options are Celeste, God of War, Spider-Man, Nino Kuni, Nino Kuni Two: A Revenant Kingdom, Octopath Traveler, and Red Dead Redemption Two. I could definitely say that's going to either go to Octopath or Nino Kuni. The movie, the music in Red Dead was pretty damn good. Like the score in Red Dead was pretty dope. I think our money knows why it, it could go to Nino Kuni. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. Yeah, they definitely show out when it comes to their soundtracks. Well, especially the, with their the, movies. Let the weave show out. We. <laughs> Fall. Okay, I, I know people getting married to Studio Ghibli songs, and that's not even a joke. That's, I'm kind of ashamed. <laughs> nah, I'm not even ashamed. Like that one song from Spirit Away, like the main yeah, one. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. <sighs> that was a good movie. That's an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you don't like anime. Your business. <laughs> um, you don't know my <laughs> best audio design. Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Four is the Horizon Four. God of War. Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2. What do they mean by audio design? Recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. Damn, that's tough. I, I you know what, after I voted, I didn't thought about this on Grand Good Luck. Good thing you can vote more than once. I'm going to vote differently than I voted before once I actually sat down and thought about it. Forza Horizon 4 is probably where that should go. Oh yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't have an opinion on that one. Like I can't like. <laughs> that's like one of those in-depth questions. Like I didn't sit there and like think about the audio in the game. Well, you know, I, for Red, like I vote <laughs> usually for Red Dead because it's like just the levels of the birds chirping, the water running, the random like conversations in the background, like. The music overlay, the music as it changed from like scene to scene, but there's always, there's never no sound that is significant to what is going on in the game. I mean, the fucking birds that are going on, I mean, okay, so I can shoot some birds. There's some birds in these fucking trees somewhere. I'm going to fire off a gun. Birds are going to fly out and I'm probably going to shoot something. Like, so it was, there was definitely in depth and it was good. Um, Spider-Man. I didn't really think about the audio too much in Spider-Man. Yeah, there. But Forza, yeah. Forza, I think it's gonna be Forza. Uh, yeah, playing that is a game that is meant to be played in Dolby surround sound. Like you're 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 putting that, you're turning it up loud. You no one's playing Forza, turned down. Like I, you're gonna play a race car game. You're gonna play Forza, max volume. But. Best performance awarded to an individual for voiceover acting, motion capture, or performance capture. Oh, yeah. I know it's going to be this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Brian Decker as Connor in Detroit Become Human. Chris Judge as Kratos, God of War. Woo-woo. Uh, Melissa I don't know how to pronounce her name. Cassandra from Assassin's Creed. Roger Clark is Arthur Morgan in Red Dead 2. And Yuri Lowenthal Yuri. is Peter Parker. Who y'all got? Let's see if they're going to Yuri or, uh, or Chris <laughs> Judge. Oh, I mean, I don't... Mm. Go ahead. I give it to Spider-Man. 
<laughs> it's, well, I'll say that it's also biased. I have not played God of War yet, and I haven't seen any gameplay of God of War. I said the, the dope game. thing is like that, like you know how it's all in one shot. Like the, the, mm-hmm. they they did the mocap for they did the mocap for um I forget it was in Chris Judge right? Yeah. And like w- when you see when you see the real the real actors and it translates to the game, it's 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 so like it's real almost. And I I don't think Yuri Yuri didn't do the motion cap for Spider Man. He just did the voice. I don't know. Yeah, because Yuri he's kind of old. He's an older guy. Um, I just got to give the God Award just because of that. But Yuri's voice acting was was awesome in Spider Man. It made me definitely feel like yo, this is this is Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. I I did not feel. I feel like if we we're gonna choose, now I guess Connor was the right choice for from. Detroit Become Human, although that really could have been any one of those three main characters could have gotten nominated. I, I'm surprised Jesse went on there. Connor went through it. You know, I thought about that at first. Like I said, that I was like, why isn't Jesse nominated for his role? But then I was like, you know what? When you can, when you, I guess when you compare Connor and what, what, what was Jesse's character's name? What was Marcus? Marcus. What they went like, I feel, I guess. Because there was more Connor and no, was there more Connor? In, I don't know. There was there was not more Connor really. Connor was just getting put through the ringer. Yeah, like, like Connor went through some shit. Although I mean, Marcus went through fucking getting destroyed and like having to literally pull himself back together. <laughs> so and then like he he did have the biggest like that. Marcus's storyline truly set the decision making of where this game was going to end. That's for sure. Him and Connor's storylines were definitely way more, like, interwoven, for sure. So, I mean, that really could have gone either way, although I would not. I mean, based on this list, I'm probably going to go with Peter Parker as well. Uh, Actually, I can understand why they would put Connor on there for the fact that you could be that monotone and boring and still have emotion. Like, in a way, if you get what I'm saying. True. He did that. Chris Stewart. He was a robot. <laughs> that bitch has no emotional range. <laughs> like, no, she's oh, just Edward. monotone and no emotion. Like I didn't. Oh, we ain't gonna talk about that. Uh, <laughs> games for impact. Now let me take a look at this list. I didn't play any of the games on this list. However, the nominees are Eleven Eleven, Memories Retold, Celeste, Florence, Life is Strange Two, Episode One. The Missing, J.J. McField, and the Island of Memories. I played that as well. So. What's the category again? Games for Impact. For a thought-provoking game oh. with profound pro-social meaning or message. I'm surprised Detroit Become Human wasn't on that list. For I mean, for thought. Yeah, no. Pro-social meaning. Although, no, I mean, I also haven't Googled any of these since originally reading this list. But, Life is Strange is, is going to win that one. That's what I was about to say. I haven't even seen part two, but just from part one and like the little DLC that they had, it it was a pretty good game. It was. It was. It was. It definitely was a socially emotional game. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one is. I mean, you got an older brother who's protecting his younger brother after his their parents have died. And yeah, and they ran away from home. It was. Ugh, I yeah, couldn't I play it. I think <laughs> the brothers had like some. I think the younger brother had something to do with. Like and these more deaths are happening, but yeah, as a big brother, I I wasn't prepared. I couldn't. I don't know if I could do that one. 
<laughs> Best independent game for outstanding creative and technical achievement and a game made without the traditional publisher system. Celeste, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, Return of Oberdin, and The Messenger. Celeste. I played none of those games. Nor did I. However, I like. I, I think I seen some stuff on Celeste and Dead Cells. Super artistic game. Yeah. So. Yeah, Dead best, Cells too. Best mobile game. Donut County, Florence, Fortnite, PUBG Mobile, Reigns, Game of Thrones. PUBG Mobile. I voted for PUBG Mobile as well. They already have esports for it. They don't have esports for Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> well, mobile Fortnite. Best VR AR game Astrobot Rescue Mission, Beat Saber, Zero Wall, or Firewall Zero Hour. Holy, just like, what did that one? Moss mm-hmm. and Tetris Effect. Hands down, my choice is Beat Saber. Beat Saber goes so fucking hard. Hold on, they have a Tetris game for VR? Yes. Yeah. My folks got to that just for the concept. <laughs> like, oh, but have you seen Beat Saber though? No, nah, I haven't. So I have. Video. I haven't played it, but yeah, I, it's. I got, I got to play it, and I got to get that video sent to me. I know who has it. Um, that game goes so hard, and I don't know even if it's been if it's out on PlayStation VR yet. Um, that was I don't know. one of the releases for it. So yeah, that shit, that game is so good. It's, it's it's Guitar Hero meets Star Wars with lightsabers. That's really what it is. And Dave stands for Revolution. Okay. Yeah. Because Isn't it it's an Oculus cool. game? Huh? Is that an Oculus game? No, it's by Beat Games. Oh. Uh-huh. Astrobot Rescue Mission, I don't even think it's been out that long. Like, I mean... Right, that means they would they should have put Creed up there then, if that's the case. Uh, well... <laughs> I didn't even look. I had. I didn't look at anything about the Creed um, game when that PlayStation VR bundle had came out. We boxing with niggas. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 that's what the, that's what the marketer said. Terrible. Who, whose marketer said that? I'm just playing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like our Sony rep said that. I was like, what? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> genre focused on combat. Call of Duty 4, Dead Cells, Destiny Forsaken Forsaken 2, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Far Cry 5, Mega Man 11. You said action game? Yep, a best action game. And Red Dead and God of War were not on there? No, I mean, when I see see like these, I can see why they're not. Although, you know, I I mean, if you put Far Cry on there, I don't see why Red Dead wouldn't have been on here. But my, my yeah. vote went to Far Cry 5. I'd say Destiny. Uh, I, would say, I would say Far Cry or Black Ops 4. And I, hate, I really don't even want to... I don't even think Far Cry... I mean, uh, called Black Ops deserves to be up there, but you really can't ignore how much it's selling. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's being... It's, it's better reviewed than the last couple Call of Duties, I guess. It's almost like a respect thing like that is up there. <laughs> uh, I mean, and obviously, if it's for action genre focused on combat, although 
Oh, well, yeah. It was all combat. Like, Far Cry was... Yeah, that was all combat, too. Yeah. Mm, shout out to Mega Man 11, though, being on this that list. So, best action adventure game. For the best action adventure game, combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. I thought this was an interesting category. Oh, there's only two. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. This category reads like Game of the Year. Definitely. Well, again, my vote's going with Spider-Man. I went for Spider-Man 2. I was going to say, uh, it said traversal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then that, there you go. If it was the, if it was just puzzles, then I'd have to give it to God of War. Because the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man puzzles were, they were easy. God of War had me pissed. <laughs> uh, Tomb Raider had me pissed. <laughs> like, I was Traver- like, yeah, right. this on. <laughs> <laughs> I bet uh, that was the worst. The, 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 the hardest puzzles was Tomb Raider. I didn't play it. I was like, yo, this is the classic Tomb Raider. I was like, man, they, yeah, let me change these different levels. Because you, you can adjust mm-hmm. the levels for your puzzles versus, like, your traversal and, like, other stuff. You can customize Shadow of the Tomb Raider a lot. <laughs> no, they got, they got one that doesn't even tell you where to go, right? Yeah. It doesn't highlight yeah. any of the stuff. And she doesn't, like, give you those suggestions when you're standing there aimlessly trying to walk along the wall and press buttons. Oh, yeah. That's how I, that's how I would play it. Savage, you go home. Where the fuck to go? Like, look, Laura, throw a bitch bone. Where is the tomb? There's no puzzles in Red Dead. Ain't not nary puzzle in Red Dead. Uh, traversal. They probably put on there because because you can rock horses. Um, even then, that wasn't that. My horse doesn't have the self preservation to not fall over a rock and or run headfirst into a tree. But she won't jump off a cliff. <laughs> like, no. That's the good thing. My horse don't <laughs> jump off cliffs. She won't jump off a cliff, but she gonna hurl you three feet if you, you know, stumble over a small-ass rock. So, <laughs> nah. Nice try, but no. I mean, I get why it's, why it's there for sure because of, like, the... I get why it's there, but nah. The train missions were terrible too. Like I'm mean, not missions, but robbing trains sucks. Like I just, I tried to rob a train one time and read that, and I was like, this isn't even worth my time. Like fuck this, I could get money faster other ways. Let's just let's address something real quick though, right? Mm-hmm. So three of like three three games you're repeatedly hearing: God of War, Spider Man, Detroit Become Human. Those are all PlayStation exclusives. That just tells you something about this generation. I was gonna get to that at the end of this. <laughs> oh my bad, my bad. <laughs> I, had so, I had something to say. I just had it in my heart. I was like, damn. <laughs> I'm, and the reason I was, I was gonna wait till the end because there's an Xbox exclusive on one of these lists. <laughs> but I right. was gonna touch on that for that reason. Like, there's literally only one. So. My bad for messing the podcast up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's but it's, it's hilarious that you just you threw that out there. Uh, best role playing game, Dragon Quest, not mm, Dragon Quest Eleven, Echoes of an Exclusive Age, Elusive Age, Monster Hunter World, obviously not the version on Switch, Nino Kuni Two, Revenant Kingdom, Octopath Traveler, Pillars of Eternity Two, Dead Fire. Yo, I oh, Dragon Quest. Uh, 
I don't know. Nino Cooney. I don't know. <laughs> that's a hard one. That's that that's I got I I'll be I'll be watching that one. I'm gonna definitely know how, how that one ends up because Octopath Traveler, Square Enix, you have a Nino Cooney, Studio Ghibli type game, and then um the other exactly. ones, man, like that was Dragon Quest, like that's made by the same uh, artist as uh the Dragon Ball Z artist. It's just like those I mean, all I, have, I have super and like I'm like, okay. Those are all super nerdy games. <laughs> like, super anime nerdy games. And I just don't know. I I, I can't deal. You <laughs> can't pick a face. Mm-mm. Nah, I give it Nino Kuni. Probably. Best fighting game. <laughs> Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Dragon Ball Fighters. Or Fighter Z. Whatever you want to say. Soul Calibur 6. Street Fighter 5 Arcade Edition. I vote so Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> like, my thing is, I, I've only heard bad things about the Dragon Ball Fighters, but, like, I've always been a fan of Street Fighter. That's You've only heard bad things? Yeah. Well, that's the one that was online, correct? Dragon Ball? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if it was that one or the other one that it came out. Because there were two Dragon of, Ball uh, games. Now, Fighters was the 2D fighter that a lot of people love. Like, that was the one that people have been asking for. It has esports and everything. Okay, I might be thinking about Xenoverse then. I'm yeah, Xenoverse 2 was not. It was alright. Road to Boruto was not on this list. No, it's I'm not a I'm fighting not game. It's not. It's not no. that complex. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm caliber glad somebody else sees that. <laughs> had arguments all day about that. <laughs> um. I'm surprised Tekken's not on this list, though. Tekken, uh, Tekken different. came out last year. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Street Fighter was this year, then? Yeah, at the beginning. Oh, goddamn. It's a long-ass year. Because I was here, like, why is Street Fighter on this list? I mean, that shit's like... <laughs> yeah, they had the... Uh, it was the 30th anniversary and then the arcade edition. But the arcade edition doesn't count because Street Fighter Five came out, like, uh, two years ago. Mm. Yeah, Soul Calibur was still better, though. But... Anyway, uh, it's too new. I feel like. Mm. Well, you know. Well, being new doesn't mean it's not a bad. It's not a not a good game. So maybe that's, or, that's a bad argument. The later released games usually have a better chance of winning. I mean, it's the same. It runs the same thing when you go with movie and music awards because mm-hmm. those games are the ones that are fresh on people's minds and those are the ones they're currently playing. They have been updated. So. Oh, well, you said the newer games. Yeah, like the games that come out closest to the cutoff are generally, well, are generally the ones that tend to win. So, like, your Red Dead, your Soul Calibers. Some more so that they're riding the hype. Yeah, because it's still, it's, it's still holiday. Like, everybody's buying those right now uh, and playing them for the most part. But best family game. Mario Tennis Aces, Nintendo Labo, Overcooked 2, Starlink Battle for Atlas, Super Mario Party. <laughs> I wonder what system is best for families. My head and my heart is like saying two different things on this. But you know what? Hands down, obviously that tells you all these like Nintendo runs is the only people making family friendly gaming. Mm-hmm. Everybody else wants some money. I think it will go to Mario Party. 
I think it should go to Labo. I don't think the Labo got the proper marketing that it should have. Their art for people did not buy it like they should have. But the Labo is fucking amazing. Okay, hold on. Let's be honest. I'm going to buy a Labo. Say something. Why haven't you bought one? Because it's going to be a Christmas present for my son. And I can't put Christmas presents in my house store because my kids open shit. <laughs> like, they, the I have a Labo and put it in his house and be playing with it tomorrow. Or actually, no, they'd be playing with it the day after I go back to work. Because they're going to find shit, it. Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. The Labo was, was cool, but replayability, you know, Nintendo is always good at having something that's popping for a minute. But I'm not going to sit up every day and destroy cities as a robot. But you can hop on Mario Party with, 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 with your friends and have a different experience every time. And that's yeah, why I, I think like Mario Party is going to win. Like, Mario Party is going to be winning. But I think Labo definitely deserves it. I just don't think Labo got the correct... I don't think it was marketed properly. It wasn't marketed properly to people. People didn't see the value in it because they're like, why am I going to buy my kids cardboard? Like, they didn't... The videos that the marketing videos that were put out for it still kind of make it like cardboard. For me, I wasn't sold on a Labo until I got my hands on one. And I'm like, fuck, if I had one of these in the store and could show this to parents, I could sell more of them. But is that actually a family game, though? Because all I've seen Mm -hmm. from it is more like one person doing something. Well, here's the great thing about the Labo. You keep the pop outs that the, the cardboard pieces come out of. You keep that. You can take that and put it on another piece of cardboard. Trace out a second one, and you can use them. So you can create two of the little. There's like a little robot monster thing in one like little, that has night vision on it. You can make two of those. That's a lot of work for a game, though. It's not a lot of work. That is taking a piece of cardboard. We got a whole cardboard box that the lawnmower came in. Okay, <laughs> that we made a cat fort out of. <laughs> we could take that and an exacto knife. And it's also great because if your kid messes up a piece of the cardboard, you could just cut them out another one, and it shows you how to fold it. And, you know, so you don't have to buy. You, Nintendo sells additional pieces to, or replacement pieces, but you could just make your own replacement pieces. But, I mean, I get it. I The creativity factor and actually teaching things. I think Labos should be in classrooms. In STEM programs, they should be using Labos for sure. But, you know, maybe that's what Nintendo's real long-term thing with. Like, they put it out there, but maybe their end game was to get it into schools. I can see that. I can see it being more of one of those like educational games. Yeah, it's, it's totally educational. Especially with the the fact that you can reprogram. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel was it Jimmy Kimmel. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel had a whole. There's a video with like him and Ariana Grande and the Roots, and the Roots are all playing Labo instruments. Look it up. It's pretty dope because you can reprogram the instruments or reprogram the Labo for different sounds and then make because it only comes with a guitar. But they had, like, drums. Like, they made other shit and programmed it and set it up. So, it was dope. But anyway. Showing Labo a little love. Best strategy game. The Banner Saga 3, Battletech, Frostpunk, Into the Breach, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Haven't Mm. played those. Only one I heard about was Valkyria Chronicles. Same. Rest, like I was like, I don't know. If you're playing that, I mean, <laughs> probably not. Probably not going to the club or having, you know, too much of a social life. That's not. That's not nice. 
<laughs> yeah, let me stop because I don't do that. But still, you know. Yeah, I was about to say I don't play those games, and I still don't do those things. <laughs> you play the, you play I'm banner soccer. Like, you're probably drowning in ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, those are people pulling on them, pulling them. Um, out here with couples. There's probably couples games on here. So I'm single. Um, best oh. sports, r- best sports slash racing game. This is an interesting category. It's been a sucky year for all of those. <laughs> they all lose. FIFA 19, Forza Horizon 4, Mario Tennis Aces, NBA 2K19, Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. Was FIFA bad this year? FIFA was was actually good. Yeah, so I go with FIFA. I enjoy FIFA. That's the only sports game I actually sit I was about there and to play. Say, that's the only sports yeah. game you play though. <laughs> what are you going with FIFA, Micah? Uh, honestly, I go with Mario Tennis. My vote was for Forza. Yeah, Forza. I mean, this, I, 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 I've seen that Forza. Yeah, I've been Forza. Forza's been doing good, but it, it hasn't been right the same as three. Three had a different like energy. Three was like it felt like a party every time you played. This one feels more like motorsport, but a little bit more arcadey. It's a party in your Xbox. So there's actually two Xbox exclusives on this list. That was one. Yeah, there's another one. I thought about that when I said, because I said there's a Xbox exclusive, and I realized, okay, well, Forza is one, but there's another one. Um, best multiplayer game, Black Ops 4, Destiny 2, Forsaken, Fortnite, Monster Hunter World, Sea of Thieves. Oh, wow. And this for what? Best multiplayer game. So you see of Thieves? I know, that's what I was like, oh! Trying to sneak up and <laughs> release the Kraken. Go hunt down the Kraken. We need to do that. See, that's why gaming. I see it. <laughs> because <laughs> it just Red Dead Online is like what we want to see if these two be. Red Dead Online is what I want Fallout 76 to be. Totally off topic, but I've been playing Red Dead Online. And it is what we want. Like, it is what I wanted those other things to be. Like, I, you can legitimately just go be, you can go in the Wild West and just be a Wild West person. Like, be an outlaw. I wanted to be a fucking pirate, and it didn't happen, like, the way I wanted it to happen. Like, I didn't get the real pirate feel. Yeah, when you couldn't create your own pirate, that was just when it was like, bro, really? Yeah. I watched One Piece. Don't do me like this. Like, (laughs) maybe, it's like, I'll, I'll, you know, no, I'm not going to pay for shit. Um. Anything else? I'm good. It's just yeah, that. I don't want to character customization. Nah. And I guess, you know what? Maybe pirates' lives aren't as, ex- as, a, as awesome as we think it are. Maybe they just spend that much time traveling from point A to point B. Nah, that game. <laughs> it's still real to me. <laughs> yeah. That game really limited itself for me. Like, there was so much more they could have done, but it just felt like one of those games where, like, you go do a mission, come back, go do a mission, come back, come do a mission, come back. You're just, you're going, you're running back and forth. That's what and it the is. missions weren't even that fun. You know what? It's like it has that Fallout seventy six thing. It was like the the point of the game is human interaction, and they give humans too much credit. Like they give people <laughs> too much credit for multiplayer games. As bad as we should be able to just hop on and just enjoy it like that, you know, you gotta have more than just go here, pick this up, come back. Like it, it's not and gonna make it. Your boat no don't get sank and be pissed all your shit's at the bottom of the sea. Right. No, At least Fallout 76, you run up on a stranger, run run up on you. Your shit's in a paper bag. You can go retrieve some of it. And you don't lose everything. But I tell you. 
Fallout 76 has made me so sad. Um, I yeah. just don't talk about it because I love Bethesda. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> ugh, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, really just like, up. and because it, 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 maybe that dude should have destroyed that GameStop. Not just, <laughs> <laughs> he he should have been giving his fucking money back. <laughs> right. well, how, you know, I'm a game. I would have gave him his money back. <laughs> so speaking of which, replaying that video because I watched it several times. So. With the comment, with, uh, the whole problem was the way the associate spoke to him. But the thing was, like, he paid in-store credit. So they told him he was getting store credit back. That's what he got pissed off at because he wanted cash back. And it's like, no, you pay with trade credit, you're going to get back trade credit. Like, that's what you're oh, was it, it, Did he say he paid with trade credit? Yeah, yeah, you hear him say that. Like, Oh, when, yeah. I would have been fighting. I mean, uh, sorry, don't listen to that game stuff. I would have given him a trade card. Yeah, well, you, I mean, I'll give you back what you paid for, <laughs> which was trade credit. So that's what you can get back. But anyway. I'm sorry. Um, you would have got a call from. You would have got a call if he did that in the store. Yeah. Like, look, Mike. Mike can no longer work here. He murdered somebody in store. <laughs> Yo, all them DLC poster cards just would have been in the trash. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, I would have been swept up. Just, just put it all in a box and put like no. pick one above it. <laughs> nah, that shit would have been a garbage bag and would have went out the back door. Like I'm like, I'm not putting this shit back up. That was terrible. Shout out uh, to we closing the store to, to clean up. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I probably would have had to lock the door to calm the fuck down because I would. Oh yeah. To, that's one of the moments where you just want to physically assault somebody when they do some shit like that. Like you're just like really. I mean, not- that was warranted though. Like you're you're a grown man just threw a tantrum because of your mistake. Hmm. <laughs> but hey, we 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 can we. How how many times were we gonna act grown men act like men hmm. and expect it to happen? Best student game, <laughs> Combat 2018. Dash, Kesar, Jera, Lyft. Okay, again, games I didn't play. Best. Oh, these were like independent games made by students. Um, I'm just gonna vote for a recharge or recharge just because it was made by people in the U.S. from MIT. Oh no, there was UC Santa Cruz made this other game. So, shout out to students. Shout out to people following their dreams and pursuing careers in programming and design and video game design. Shout out to those people. Best debut indie game. Donut County, Florence, Moss, The Messenger, Yoku's Island Express. I feel like The Messenger is the only one I've heard about. Yoku Island Express is so smooth. I've seen it. It's. Mm. I know it exists. Yeah. <laughs> I should give it to Florence. I've heard that oh. name a couple times. I want to play Donut County. Like I think that was on the mobile game list too. Probably not pay for it. Then I don't play pay for mobile games. But best esports game, FIFA. Oh God! I'll give it to FIFA. It's not even on the list. Oh, well. <laughs> I was say Black Ops or Fortnite. CS:GO. I still got that. Dota 2. Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch. Oh, OW. I'm giving it to him. I'm just gonna vote League of Legends because I'm not voting for anything else on this list. You're not gonna vote for Overwatch? No, I'm good. Well, you got against Overwatch. League of Legends wins. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Overwatch will probably fucking slay this category, hands down, but comma. I wanna know what you got against Overwatch. This is an amazing game. <laughs> I know. There's like <laughs> Overwatch everywhere and everything. That's why. I see. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now you get it. 
Best esports player. First off, <laughs> I got feelings about this category. See, if I know who these are, I'm going to be mad at myself. Um, Sonic Fox. <sighs> Tokido. Uzi. Okay, let me... Uh, okay, now let's keep on that. Is there um, a margin on there? I'm sorry, go ahead. No. Um, Simply is on there, and then um, JJ Onek. Hyung Hyung Bang. Okay, mine vote for Sonic Fox anyway, so I'm all here for the furry out here doing the damn thing on Dragon Ball. Like, have you hey, watched? Don't play? say you go for furries. I am okay with that. <laughs> Although he, I mean, it's not like girls. Well, I don't know if he's bi or if he's just gay, but um, he's neither. What? Yes, he is. He's gay. He's openly gay, and he's put it. Yeah, after he won that Dragon Ball um, tournament, like that was one of the big things. He's like, "Yeah, I'm the best Dragon Ball player in the world, and I'm gay." I did not see that. Say something, bitch. Like that. (laughs) I of course he didn't say to say something, bitch. I'm saying that for him because that shit was amazing. Um, I hope it is not. It is not sexually attracted to humanoid animals. No, I mean no. His the Sonic. That's just the whole persona, and he dresses up in that. That outfit. That's what a furry is. (laughs) <laughs> no, I think that's more so for marking. I don't think it's really the whole furry thing. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. But hey, you know, live your life. Live <laughs> black boy joy. I'm all here for uh, not not if you not if you with animals. I'm not accepting uh, that. That is not black ex- 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 <laughs> That is not black ex- <laughs> I can't talk. But I, I can't even speak. But if you Jesus. did dress up in those costumes and that's the thing. Not actually there's yeah, no actual cool. animals involved. He's a cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. We'll accept that one. Um, best esports team. Oh, face. Uh, first off, I don't watch enough esports to care about any of these teams, nor these games that they're playing. I guess you know they're probably going to win these people playing League of Legends, but I don't know. I'm gonna skip over that one. Best esports coach, also no vote there. Oh wait, I want I want to hear the teams. Who team? The teams are Astralis for CS:GO. Cloud9, League of Legends, Fnatic, also for LOL, London Spitfire for Overwatch, and OG for Dota 2. Oh, I have heard. Oh, I've heard of the Spitfire. But yeah, I, I thought they were going to have better than that. <laughs> what yeah. is nuts was on here for one of these things? And I purposely said I was not going to vote for his problematic ass. Oh, no. Okay, we didn't get to that category yet. Because I was like, what the fuck? I thought he was under esports players, but that's not where he's at. So, best esports event, E-League Major, Boston, EVO, EVO, 2018, League of Legends World Championship, Overwatch, League Grand Finale, the International 2018. EVO. I ain't watching none of this shit, so. I'll tell you about EVO. Uh, uh, On Tekken, an American, uh, he was a black dude, too, named Lamajan, got the furthest any American has ever got in that game. Damn. It was It was amazing. Brian will tell you all about it. Shout out to Brian. <laughs> um, yeah, him and his uh, signing up for what game was it that they was about to play? It wasn't 2K. He, he joined a champ. He joined a league for something else besides 2K. Brawlhalla. Was it Brawlhalla? Yep, he lost. But oh. uh, good, good to him. <laughs> Poor thing. Um, How far did he make it in the, the 2K one? 
he's ranked into Gary. Like he's pretty. He's coaching. He's coaching people. He's one of the people who, when I made the comment, like who pays people to coach their kids to play Fortnite? He gets paid to coach people in 2K. Like people paying him to coach them. Shout out to him. Like those, that's just yeah. Best esports. But he came over here and made my son cry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna talk to him about that. Kitty Nashes are crying. Nah, but, yo, he's frustrated. He, 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 he got frustrated and putting that work on 2K after. So I guess he's a good coach. <laughs> you don't do that to kids. All right, Brian, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yo, he be grinding it out. Like he be grinding it out on 2K now. So, <laughs> um. I guess Brian's coaching skills are well, they work. Uh, best esports host. Right. Who cares? I'm sorry. People care. They do. Best esports moment. I'm gonna go with is it even on here? Yeah. Uh, Sonic Fox side switch against Geo One and Dragon Ball Z. That gets my vote. So I don't even care about anything else on that list. No, hey, come on. What else? <laughs> uh, C9 comeback win in Triple OT versus Phase for E League. G2 beating RNG for League of Legends Worlds. KT versus IG base race. Uh, League of Legends Worlds. OG's massive upset of LGD and Dota 2 finales. So they didn't put the... Oh, it's a conspiracy. They didn't put Lamajan on there, man. That was... <laughs> well, so here is content creator of the year. Dr. Oh. Lupo. Mirth, Ninja, Pokimane, and Willie Rex. So, you know who shouldn't be on that list? Mr. I Don't Play With Girls. Oh, is that Ninja? His sorry is probably going to win, but he shouldn't. He really should not. After after the bullshit he said, he should not win. Like, yeah. His statement, like, you, he should not. That's so fucking problematic to the gaming community. And I think... What did they call him saying... What did they call him saying nigga, too, at one point? Him or somebody he was playing with. Um, on a stream. The dude, like, started rapping. He's like, I'm with the Indica, my nigga, my nigga. And he was like, what? <laughs> he sounds like... Just, he, he look like somebody can say that. You just can't say it. Like, you just... You just <laughs> have to say it. You just, you just have to say it. You know, I just watch oh. Black Klansmen, and uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to start them rumors. Um, but so that's it for the Game Awards categories and contestants. So, yeah, go online to GameAwards.com, cast your vote. Um, there might still be time by the time this airs. I'll make sure there is. So, <laughs> people hear this. But, and it is live. You can watch it live on December 6th to see... Which of your favorite games wins? And then, you know, we'll chit-chat a little bit about that bullshit after it airs. I think that's about it as far as what we had on the itinerary to discuss tonight. Um, you had posed the question of what's more influential, Star Wars or The Wizard of Oz? Yeah, that was, that was an actual, like, they ranked it. It was some mm. algorithm that was used by China about what movie is the most influential. And for the longest, it was Star Wars. And as of last week, it was dethroned by The Wizard of Oz. And I really, I don't see it. I don't I, understand. At all. I don't either. Like, I could easily reference okay, Star actually. Wars than The Wizard of Oz. 
And I feel like the Wizard of Oz was all a lie anyway, because all Elphaba wanted was her sister's shoes back. So you know how I feel about Dorothy and her thieving ass. <laughs> so there's that. I, you know, I, I, I kind of actually was more. It said was more influential. Yeah. Okay, I can kind of see why they maybe would give that to to the Wizard of Oz. When it came down to like special effects and and like setting creation, I guess you could say the Wizard of Oz might have created the fantasy genre. Uh, yeah, I think about the Emerald City, the Yellow Big Road, the flying monkeys, the wizard, all that stuff. Like you hadn't seen a movie that was that trippy before that. So I guess I still think Star Wars is more influential for nerd culture. Don't get me wrong. But as an influential just in movies in general, I could see I could see how. I'll just say it like that. I would have to look at this and see what else is on that list and what else they were talking about. To really, I still feel it. like Star Wars. Yeah, I, I feel like still Star Wars, but uh, Star Wars has caused it's gonna cause a race war by by the time it's damn done. So okay, well okay, no wait, one more thing. 2018 is coming to an end. What are y'all's top three albums that have dropped this year? I am not in a place to vote on that. Come on, I cannot. But you guys can go ahead. You're not just gonna throw out a three. I or your favorite albums that have dropped this year. Top three favorite. That's All right, give me like 30 seconds to think about this. See? <laughs> uh, I still don't think I'm equipped to speak on this topic. I don't even know if I have. Well, I don't even, honestly, I just don't even have a favorite album that's coming. Like, I don't have a favorite album of this year. Not even Nas' album? Nas' album disappointed me. <laughs> I stopped giving yeah, a there shit. There we go. <laughs> Nas and the Giants, although, I mean, he's come back and, like, but, yeah, for me, like, Nas and the Giants has just made me step out of those two things as far as having a real in-depth relationship with those things anymore. Like, I don't, right now, my relationship with football is strained. My relationship (laughs) with music is strained. (laughs) I have issues when it comes to those two things right now. So, I don't, like I said, I, I I can't speak on that. I'm gonna look up and just see uh, albums that were that were dropped. That's another thing. It's been a long ass year. Like, do y'all even remember what the fuck came out? Yeah, that's what I was looking at slightly before this podcast. Little mm-hmm. Wayne. What am I saying? Little Wayne's album. <laughs> okay, when did XSX and Tatiana's album come out this year or last year? This year. Wayne X and ASAP Rocky. There you go. You ASAP Rocky yes. testing. Fucking, I am an ASAP Rocky stand. All right. Uh, we're going month by month. All right, I definitely got to say, KOD by J Cole, uh, Big Crits. Um, uh, what was the name of the album? Damn, I forgot. It was a Wait, great album though. The gold one. Yeah. That came out. Forever a mighty long time. Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay. I. God damn. So you look at. Mm-hmm. Y'all should have <laughs> did y'all's research before the podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we might have to, re- oh, we might have to come back around. Good buying good riddance came out this year. Cause this has been a really you're right. I we've been busy. Like we had all we just recorded a whole ass other podcast the other day. So I haven't had time to really think about this. Um Okay, I think I got can I do five? Yeah, you can do top five. <laughs> all right, bet, bet. No okay. particular hey. order. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Nicole. Go ahead. I, I'm still looking. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead first. No, nah, you got this. It's all no, on you. No, no, you good. The world is yours. I trust you. <laughs> no, you go ahead. You're you're this is more your speed anyway, so go ahead. Damn, 
damn, my money. This that's hard. <laughs> Some great albums. Okay. okay. So, KOD. Okay. Okay. KOD. Um, Forever's a mighty long time. Goodbye and good and good riddance by Juice World. Uh, Redemption by J Rock. And then I kind of want to say uh, I kind of want to say Scorpion by Drake. That was this year too. Yeah. Oh yeah, it did come out like November. October? What? No, that came out in uh, June. Yeah, that's like middle of the year release. And and just one more because I am I support my local uh, Yellow Beezy ain't going back. That was a great album. You know what I'm saying? But that's just, I'm sorry. Oak Cliff America. <clears throat> okay, so now that I'm thinking about this a little harder, I'm still gonna say Wayne, uh, Jay Z and Beyonce. ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. X. I don't know. We even went number one. And Big Crit. ASAP Rocky, I guess. I see. <laughs> Go ahead, Armand. What you got? Because you evidently was prepared for this. Oh, well. <laughs> no, okay. Um, the Internet's The Hive album. Oh, yeah. Um, Jane Smith's electric album that he did for Sire. Which is basically him sampling some of the best songs off Sire and redoing them. See, you was way too prepared for this. Go ahead. <laughs> you cheating. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I have the list pulled up for like albums released this year. Um, Amine's 1.5 that he released. Um, that was I'll good. Prepared for three. Yeah, and I'll stop it at there. Hamilton, the remixes. That was oh, this year. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it this year? Mm, yes, I feel like that was early this year, yeah. So I guess that counts. Mm, Hamilton the remixes. <laughs> um, who else? What else are y'all listening to? Let's just let's just wrap it up with that. What are y'all listening to? Listening to. Let's just pull up the music and see the last few albums added. That's actually a damn good idea. Let me see. What are some honorable mentions? Stokely by Ski Master Slum God just dropped. And depending on what yeah. kind of music you like, honestly, that was one of his best projects, in my opinion. Nuketown makes me wanna. Nuketown makes me wanna fight myself. Yes, like <laughs> Nuketown, Foster Failure, and Save Me Part Two. Top three of that. No, actually, it's not. Maybe like Save Me a little bit, but. <laughs> uh, Ninth Wonder, the producer dropped a, a hidden gem tape. It's uh, it's called Jamla Two, the Squad. I mean, Jamla the Squad Two. I'm tripping. Uh, that one was good. Metro Boomin dropped. Um, I forget the other one had to have some dope songs. Astro World, yeah. Afro World was a good. Uh, that was a good one too. It was. I'm, I expected more, but oh, the uh, I don't know. if It just came out like not like recently, but the Meek Mill's Championships album. Yeah, it's actually yeah. damn good. It's pretty. It's pretty damn good. I have heard a little bit of that. Um, He's on his conscious. His conscious rap. I respect it. Yeah, I'm all good. I got my <laughs> All right. Well, that was a show then. That was that was an episode. That was a motherfucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, thank you for tuning in and listening to us ramble and talk about mostly movies and then wrap up music. We're gonna revisit this movie movie music thing later. It is still early. We still have a couple more episodes 
before the end of the year so we can actually do a legitimate end of year top five top ten i things of the year like a 2018 wrap up so that will you know we'll have an official one of those later on but please if you're listening to this on an iphone if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts, take a moment to give us some ratings leave a comment as well on apple it's the only one that actually lets you rate and leave reviews but please hit subscribe on any other podcasting app that you are using to listen to this share with a friend if you are still listening to us we are what this is what episode 415 what episode are we on somewhere like that so if you have listened to multiple episodes that means you enjoy what you are hearing so share on the interwebs with your friends let them know and uh yeah that's that they do so until next time be good to each other and take care of yourselves <laughs>